So we're holding by Melach Malaf, we had Perak Yid Aleph, Pasuk Tes, the Shia was started as a Shchusi Linishmas, Yicheskel Shraga Ben Avram Yehuda, should also be a Shchusi Linishmas, Rebichil Mechabanosh, Moshe Ben Daniel, Chaim Elaz, Ben Shemshanari, and Esther Tziro Bas Yicheskel, as well as a Shchus for Fushlema, Fachayim Moshe Shua Ben Malka, Tinak Ben Chayin, Chaim Doiv Ben Minorachel. So we learned previously that Shlema's foreign wives cause his heart to stray, and his wives' worship of Avodah Zarah and Shlomo's failure to protest it is why the Psukim attribute directly to Shlomo the worship of Avodah Zarah and the burning and the creation of the Bamais to these Avodah Zarah. So Pasuk Tes, Fayisanaf Hashem B'Shlomo, Hashem gets angry at Shlomo, Ki Hashem because his heart was turned away from serving Hashem, the God of Klai Yisrael, Hanirei Lov Pamoyim, who had twice appeared to Shlomo. Once in Givoin, back in Perak Gimel, and once again in Yushalayim, in Perak Tes. Now in Givoin, Hashem commands Shlomo to keep all of the mitzvahs. But in Yushalayim, Hashem specifically warned Shlomo against, against um, Avaita Zara. Now we did see in Perak Vav, when Shlomo begins to build the Beis Hamikdash, that Hashem approaches Shlomo with words of Nevuah, but that was not directly appearing to Shlomo, that was through the Navi Achia, and therefore that is not counted here as a direct appearance from Hashem to Shlomo. So not only had Shlomo permitted Avodah in his house, but it sounds like the Pesukim are saying it was even worse because Hashem specifically warned him of the consequences of Avodah to to Klai Yisrael, and nevertheless, he still allowed his wives to violate it. Now, Hashem's promise to Shlomai all the way in the beginning was always based on Shlomai being dedicated and being loyal to the Torah and to David's malchus and to the path that David led. And now that Shlomai slipped, so Hashem now sends the Navi, which we will see in a in the next pasuk. Hashem sends a Navi to tell Shlomo that he's going to be punished. Now, there was a pshat in the Malbim, which I failed to mention last time, but I want to bring it up now, which is that the, the lava of la'yia lecha elihim acherim goes on anyone having avaydazarah in their house, even if they're not worshipping it. Meaning that there's an isra to have avaydazarah in your house, and even if it's in the closet, and it's a museum piece that you like to show off to your neighbors, that is still a lava, even if you are not worshipping it yourself. And so therefore, and he brings a raya from um, uh, another mitzvah that he, that he mentions in Parshish Ketoshim, again, similarly, that even if the Aveira is being done through someone else, but you are still held guilty. And therefore, and even if the Aveira is being worshipped by a guy, but if it's in your house, if it's being worshipped in your house, you are either the lav of layel chalihim acherim. So if so, it comes out that shleimai is held guilty for az yivne shleimai bama, shleimai is held guilty for building a bama because he was over the love, even though it was his wives who did it. But since he was quiet and allowed it to go on, and it went on in his rishos, meaning on his property, so Shlomai is guilty of building a bama, even though he wasn't the one that built it. It's not even that the Torah is comparing him to that. The Torah is saying he was over the building of a bama because it was done in his backyard, figuratively speaking. It was done in his backyard, and he didn't protest, and therefore he was over the love of having Obama built in his backyard and of having Avodah worshipped in his backyard. And the Rambach tells us on another level why specifically Shleimai was held accountable for being over on Avodah when Hashem told him or commanded him specifically about Avodah 
because Shlomo was going to raise the next generations of, of Malchus, of kings, and they could not have a bad role model, meaning they couldn't have mothers who worshipped the Vaidazara and turn out okay. The whole promise, the whole avtacha from Hashem to Shlomai and to Shlomai's children is dependent on them remaining loyal. And the only way for them to remain loyal is if they have good role models. If they're going to grow up in a house where Avodah is being worshipped, so then they don't stand a chance. And then Hashem is going to remove the promises that he made, meaning that they're not going to remain kings, which they weren't. They lost most of the Malchus went to other kings, the Malchus Yisrael. And so therefore Shlomo is held accountable because Hashem specifically told you, don't have a Vaitazar in your house because the next generation of kings is going to lose the promises that I made to you and that I made to David because they're not going to uh, have proper role models teaching them the proper way to act. So Pasuk Yud continues that Vitziva lova ladavar azeh Hashem had commanded him about this matter levilti lechas achrei al him specifically not to go after Avodah but v'lo yishomer isar shativa Hashem Shlomo did not follow and listen to that which Hashem had commanded him. So Pasuk Yud Aleph vayomer Hashem l'shlomo Hashem says to Shlomo says the Bradak he sends Achi Ashilani to bring this message. And Hashem says to Shlomo, Since this has happened to you, You didn't keep my bris and my laws that I commanded you. Therefore, I will take away, I will tear away the malchus from you and give it to your servant. So Rashi says, what does it mean? What do you mean this? Meaning the warning that Hashem mentioned in the previous Pasuk about worshipping Avaita Zara, Rashi says, Shlaima, you clearly understood it. It remained with you in your mind. You were conscious of it. And yet you still went against it. You, you were aware of it. It's not like you forgot the mitzvah. You remembered that I had commanded you not to have, uh, allow Avaita Zara to exist. And yet you still allowed your wives to worship it. That makes it that much worse. My recovery learned slightly differently. That this was with you refers to the Sefer Torah that a king always carries around with him, meaning you kept that Sefer Torah with you at all times. The Sefer Torah which says not to allow worshipping of Avodah Zarah and yet you didn't keep what it says in the Sefer Torah that you had with you. Now the punishment is that the Machas is going to be torn away from Shlomai. So Abarbanel says that the Midah Kneged Midah fits perfectly. What was Shlomo's Avera? That he was indifferent when there were others worshipping Avodah Zarah, whether it's the sun, the moon, the Misharsim of Avodah Zarah, the servants of Avodah Zarah, the Shluchim of Avodah Zarah, that they were being worshipped and Shlomo didn't care. So therefore, Hashem is going to take away Shlomo's Malchus and give it to one of his Misharsim. It was Midah Kineged Midah. Shlomo allowed Hashem's Misharsim to be worshipped. So therefore, Hashem is going to give the Malchus to one of Shlomo's Misharsim. The Malbim says that even though the actual tearing away of the Malchus would not occur until after Shlomo died, but the Gezeira was issued in his lifetime, Achia will tell, tells Yeravim, which we will see in a couple of Sukkim, that he is going to be the Melech, the eventual Melech, over the Ten Shvatim. The Dasaifrim says that clearly Klai Yisrael was also worthy of some punishment. Because when Shaul lost his Malchus, it was given to David, who was greater than Shlomo. But here, when Shlomo's Malchus is taken away, it was given to Yeravim. Yeravim was far 
inferior to Shlomai, was hardly Shlomai's equal, and so therefore that represented a drop in the Madrega of the Malchus, and that was a punishment to Klai Yisrael, says the Das Seifrim. Clearly Klai Yisrael was deserving of a punishment for this as well.